the takeaway right now for you is stop beginning with the problem and start beginning with desire. Hi, I'm Zach Aaron, and I've transformed the lessons learned in the rodeo arena into a successful 20-year career in entrepreneurial leadership, building teams, developing leaders, and helping companies thrive. Today, I coach mavericks, artistic visionary business owners and entrepreneurial leaders on the wild ride of being the ultimate leader. Because true leadership is an art. It's not about what you do or how you do it. It's about who you're being. Leadership from the inside out. This is being in the arena. Let's step into the arena. And today, I want to share with you probably one of the number one ways I see individuals and teams get in their own way to make success and creating the results that they ultimately desire. They they get in their own way and, and it makes it so much harder to create the results they desire. And it's a really simple thing, but requires mastery. And I want to share what that looks like. What is it? And then, and then what is the approach that you can take to unlock yourself, unlock your creativity, unlock you and your team's ability to bring your vision to life? Because that's why we're here. That's why we're in the arena. That's why we do what we do is to, to create our businesses and our lives on our terms and doing it in a way that really lights us up and energizes us and brings us and a lot of people a lot of joy and has a lot of impact. So that's what we're here to do today. And I grew up, I rode saddle broncs in the rodeo. I don't know if you've been to a rodeo. It was my world. I grew up in a small town in Nebraska. And while I was the only person in my small uh, class, I had 30 people in my senior class, so small class, I was the only one in my town that did rodeo. But it was a big world for me because every weekend we'd go to these rodeos and it started with like team roping and roping calves. And eventually I was, I think 15 years old, I got the bug or I saw my good friend get on the back of a saddle bronc. And I just was like, that's what I want to do. That's cool. And so sure enough, yeah, that's what I did. And I remember the first few rodeos I was at. In fact, I don't even think it was a rodeo. I think it was a rodeo school, basketball camp, probably went to those or a volleyball camp, um, some dance camp. They did rodeo camp where we would go for a weekend and we would get training and coaching on riding broncs. The only difference was there wasn't really drills. It was just like they would run these horses into the chutes. We'd have to put our saddle on. We'd have to get on the back and nod our head. And it was the same thing as an actual competition. There really was no difference. And that was what was always interesting about practicing riding Bronx is there was really no substitute from the real thing. And at one of these rodeo schools, I believe it was in Olathe, Kansas. I don't even remember the name of the school. Now, we're behind the chutes. And there's me and about 12 other students, and we're all getting our horses saddled up and the coach is back there. And it people are yelling back and forth. The, the chutes are clanking. The gates are opening and closing. And there's a horse rearing up in one of the chutes, once out, kicking at the chute. You know, it's crazy. It is complete chaos, especially for a newbie like me. Like I was just like, oh my God, what am I doing? And dust and it was hot summer day, like beads of sweater just dripping down the back of my neck, down my shirt. It was hot. When you're not necessarily dressed in summer gear, I got a, a protective vest on, chaps, 
cowboy boots, jeans, long sleeve shirt, cowboy hat. And so, whoo, and my heart was racing. And what was really cool is the coach like comes up to me. He's like, Zach, Zach, eyes on the bronc. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he points at the horses. He's the horses in the chute. He points at a spot where the horse's neck connects with its shoulder and he's like, there, that's where I want you to focus. You keep all your attention there. And so that's what I did. And I didn't always do that. There were times where I would start there. Gate would open. I'm on the horse's back. Before I know it, I feel like the horse is heading right for a fence. And so I look up and I look at the fence. And guess where I went? I went right at that fence, head first, bam, crashed into the fence. I didn't keep my eyes on the bronc. And that's a principle, eyes on the bronc. Where is your attention? And so this is all about you and your business and your vision and what you're trying to bring to life. Where's your attention? And this is what I want to show you because the number one way I observe Teams and business owners and leaders, entrepreneurial leaders get in their own way is by focusing on the problems, focusing on the fence, focusing on everything that's not the bronc, because that the bronc is where that's where you got to be. That's your everything because you're not in your when you're really your perfect rides, those best rides. You're not in your head thinking you're not trying really even you're just being with that horse jump for jump present moment, trust in your instincts And that's what I want. That's the secret sauce. That's what will allow you to be your best and bring your vision to life. And so how do you do that? One, you can't be focusing on your problems. So there's this team I'm working with. I mean, they've asked me to come in. We're doing an issue solving session. We blocked off like three hours. They all were asked to bring issues, bring opportunities. And it was just an opportunity to get on the same page, get the elephants out in the room and be open and honest and get back in alignment because this team wasn't in alignment. And sure enough, the first problem gets written on the board. And when right away, they're all tackling, this is the problem. And then someone else, well, yeah, well, I think this is the problem. And it was like they were like having a blast trying to t- tell each other what they thought the problem was. Oh, well, no, this is the problem. And I'm just sitting there like if I were being a little bit more spunky, I would have just shouted, hey, guys, eyes on the bronc. And, and if I would have said that, they would have looked at me like, what do you mean? What are, you, what are you talking about? And, and I would explain them what I just explained to you. Where's your attention? And I would ask them a question. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand that you see all these problems, but what's the outcome you want here? What do we want to see? And the room just got quiet, like awkwardly quiet. And I didn't say anything. It just stayed quiet. Nobody said anything. And then finally, someone asked me, like, what do you mean? I go, what do you want? What's the result you want to see? And it took a little while, but there was some minutia because it was like, we were so focused on problems. I'm confused. No, you're not confused. What do you want? And eventually somebody shared, I just want to be able to, I don't know. I don't even remember, but it was like, I want to, I want everybody to be here on time or I want, I don't want to have to tell people twice or it, it was something really simple. And this is the shift that I'm suggesting to you is get your attention off problems. Stop focusing on the problem. 
I want you starting from a place of desire. What do you want? What do you want to create? What do you want to see? What's the outcome? Starting your conversation with, hey, everyone, what does success look like? At the end of this hour, what's the goal of this conversation? Because if we can get aligned with what we're all here to create, all of a sudden, some of the problems are no longer relevant and we no longer are really seeing things as problem. It's just a matter. It's just creation. It's pure creation. Okay. Then how do we create that? And that's the question I always ask my clients. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the situation. Okay. I understand. I hear you. That's the challenge. That's the problem. That's the obstacle. But what do you want to create here? What? And I like the word create because it's like there's some sort of action, some sort of committed action, just like an artist, like putting brush to paper that has to happen for us to see the work of art come to life, that masterpiece come to life. So it's what do you want to create here? The takeaway right now for you is stop beginning with the problem and start beginning with desire. Begin with the cliche said, begin with the end in mind. This is why this stuff is so subtle because we kind of hear this like, oh yeah, he's like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Begin with the end in mind. Don't listen for agreement. Listen for insight. I, I, I always say that because Sometimes Brendan Burchard, an old coach of mine, he says common sense isn't always common practice. Yeah, that's common sense. But are we practicing it? Because it doesn't always come so natural. I knew in my head to keep my eyes on the bronc. But you want to know how often every time I got bucked off, that's not where my eyes were. My eyes went down to the ground where I did not want to land or it went to the fence that I did not want to go towards. Like I was looking at what I, I was looking at the problems. Like, Oh, that fence is getting closer. That could be a problem. Oh, the ground looks hard today. Don't, that could be a problem. Keep your eyes on the bronc. And so there's several things that I want to share with you to help you do that. And this is a framework, a thinking tool for you to bring into your own life and your own business and with your team, because I think it will help. It will help because I've seen it work. I've been in the room and I've led people through these questions and it helps. It makes a big difference. And the first step is we need to get clear on problems. You can solve a bunch of problems and still not be any closer to your vision, any closer to what you actually want. Can you see that? A lot of us are really busy solving problems that are actually irrelevant to what we really want. We'd be better off just letting those problems burn to the ground because they're irrelevant to what we actually want. And here's how we do this. There's three steps. This is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to leave this episode with. Number one, start with what you desire. Truly answer the question individually at yourself and with your team. Hey guys, hey, what is it that, what's the result I desire to see here? What's the outcome I want? What's the vision? What does success look like? What do I really desire to create? What would I love to create? That's answer that question before you start solving anything. Are you clear on that? Second thing is, I want you to get clear on reality objective reality, because here's, this is subtle and I need you to get this. Once you know what you want to create, now we've got to get anchored into the now, the present moment, because there's tension. There's a gap between where you are today and what you want to see as a result. That's why we're having this conversation in the first place. But the key here is to connect with 
your current objective, and I'm putting quotes and it's bolded and it's underlined, an objective reality. Because there's a difference between what is and the stories we create about what is. Does that make sense? So we can create all kinds of stories about our version of reality. If you have six people in the room, we all see reality a little differently. It's whatever. And there's stories and there's explanations as to why things are the way they are. And there's, those are all stories. I'm asking you to get in touch with what's the objective state of things, not there's what's happening, facts, objective. And then there's the story of what's happening. I don't care about your story of what's happening. I want you to just focus on what is occurring. And so what that looks like is there is no judgment of this is good. This is bad. This is a problem. This is scary. Oh, we better do this. No, ain't bad, just is. So that's the difference. Ain't bad, just is. What are the facts? We set our goals, our revenue goals at this, and we're 20% below target. That's really not a story. That's, that is. That's an is. So, okay. But our goal is to be at, at, be at 10 million by the end of the year. We're on pace to be 6 million. So vision, 10 million at the end of the year. What, are we, what would we love to create? A business that's generating 10 million a year. Current reality says we're on pace to do 6, six million. There is no judgment. There's no story. It's just objectivity. And that's important because now we have a gap. There's tension and tension has to resolve itself. You've got to create that tension. A lot of the times what's common is we do one of two things. We just become delusional and we're like, this is the vision. It'll work out. I hope it works out. It should should work out. And we're out of touch with the objective reality or we create a story around objective reality and it causes us to lower our vision. And we've got to hold that vision high, eyes on the bronc. It doesn't matter what that bronc's doing. Your safest bet is to keep your eyes on that bronc. We're not looking for a plan B. We're not looking for an exit because for me on a bronc, the exit is hitting the ground or running into a fence. There is no like escalator or elevator off that bronc. And so same in business. Exiting isn't, there is no plan B. What's the vision? What do we want? What's the objective reality? Therein lies the gap. So once you get a good sense of yourself in that gap, in that tension, the question isn't, how are we going to close the gap? Because I don't know about you, but oftentimes the gap feels so large that it's, I don't know. Now I'm overwhelmed and that's the problem is I don't know. Okay, don't worry about how. Just be in the gap for the moment. Feel the tension. Don't run away from it. Be with it. We got to be willing to be with the discomfort of, oh, I might not hit my goals or maybe you might not. And that's okay. But I want to hit my goals and there's no problem here. Yet I can see that, yeah, that's not going to work for us. We're not going to hit our goals if we keep doing what we're doing. It's just an objective. Yeah, that's, that's not going to work. That ain't quite right. That ain't going to get us there. I can see that. We've got to have vision aligned with our actual goals and our doings in the business. So you got to have that vision. And then it's just a matter of what's the next step. And I like to think of this as experiments. What's the next step? Okay, the vision doesn't change. Our current reality objectively, like we're looking at our numbers. The numbers are our numbers. That is what they are. And okay, ain't bad, just is. What's our next step? What's our next best action we could take that we believe will move us in the direction we want to go? 
And on, on the flip side of that is what are we currently doing that like sometimes the problems that our team creates or we see, okay, imagine yourself solving that problem. So will, will that actually change things? Sometimes problems and problem solving can be a really big and convenient distraction to doing the things that actually do move the needle. So if you use this framework, vision, current reality, objectively, and then really feel the gap and let it pull you into it, let it pull you into the vision, let the vision tell you what it needs and take a step in that direction. So that's it. Eyes on the Bronx, keep your attention on the vision, what you desire. Problems are very deceptive and take us off track and create a lot of discussion and debate. And oftentimes a lot of that debate is we're talking about very trivial things that don't even matter to the grand scheme of what we're here to do. Start with your vision, get clear and be willing to be with your reality, be in the gap, keep your eyes on the bronc, take your next step. So that's it for you today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't, I just rebranded this podcast. Log into Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave me a review. That would really help me just create more of an audience, get more listeners to the show. Or if you don't do that, just simply share this episode with somebody who you think would benefit from it. That would be amazing. I'd really appreciate that. Until next time, we'll see you in the arena.